Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Andrew Bowers. Deception is growing at a rapid rate in the world. George Soros has spent hundreds of thousands of dollars renting evangelical pastors in America. And New York City is now giving parents the option as of this week to give their newborn babies the gender of X rather than male wow. or female. This is just a couple of the topics that we're going to cover on today's program. But before we get started, I want to, um, first of all, just say for those of you that subscribe to our YouTube channel, thank you. We actually, whenever I, I previously said, please subscribe, we had 374 um, subscribers today. We have exactly 475. So 101 of you decided to go to the Zach Drew Show on YouTube and click that bright red subscribe button. For those of you that haven't done that, please do it. It would greatly help us. A lot of people would like to stay in with us financially, but they just don't have the means to. One way that you can support us if you don't have the financial means is by subscribing to our YouTube channel. It's completely free. And whenever our YouTube channel hits 1,000 1, subscribers, mm -hmm. we'll actually be able to monetize our own YouTube channel. So that's just very, very cool things that we can do now in the, in the digital world. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I want to encourage you, for those of you that do have the financial means, um, we really do need your help. And this isn't just like, oh, you know, we're actually kind of doing fine mm -hmm. and let's just keep adding and keep growing. No, 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 it's not like that. Mm -hmm. We actually legitimately need your help. Yeah. Uh, on a monthly basis. So please consider this year becoming a monthly reoccurring partner with us. We need to get Andrew on here full time. I'm mm -hmm. telling you right now that whenever Andrew is here full time, that the place is going to go wild. We're going to be able to put push out so much more content. I'm telling you that right now. And he works Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at mm -hmm. another facility. And so we need we need you to get behind us. We need him on the team. We need another mm -hmm. camera. We do have a backdrop that is being made. It's still not here. I thought it was going to be here a little while ago, but it's still yeah. not. But it is a beautiful backdrop that is behind us. We're going to get yeah. rid of the lion and elephant. Okay. <laughs> well, the truth is there's, there's a lot of things that we want to do that we're really excited about, that we're really eager to get started on. And the truth is that, you know, we're just not there yet with, with the, the funding and everything. And we really do. We really need your help. And really, I mean, this, this, even for me, this was an incredible act of, I mean, it was, it was an act of faith. Mm -hmm. I mean, to leave everything, to leave multi-million dollar television studios because I felt that the Lord was saying, go out and do it on your own. And so it's all in his timing. I know right. that it, it's, the, this, this thing that was birthed here, Andrew, mm -hmm. is going to touch the whole world. I know that. I, I'm confident of that. Mm -hmm. And I understand that's in the Lord's timing. But I'm praying right now that you would consider partnering with us to get to that end vision. And what is our vision? Go watch episode one mm -hmm. and episode three on YouTube to find out what our full vision here is at the ministry. It is incredible. I really it's, do believe. It's a huge vision. It Zach is. lays it out really well in the first episode if you want to check it out. It's a radical thing to say, but I believe that we're going to be a part of creating the last Christian network before the Lord comes back. Now, what does a Christian network even look like? In the end times, I'm telling you, it might not look like your regular networks because of the rapid acceleration of technology. Mm -hmm. But I believe, and I don't even know what that's going to look like, but I believe the Lord has placed that in my heart. Before we get into the subject matter, I want to encourage you to do one more thing. I feel like the Lord has placed this on my heart. It is the new, oh, I'm supposed to say this. Hey, if you do want to donate, you have to write us at IGBY PO Box 797, Decatur, Illinois 62525, or just simply go to ZachDrewShow.com and click the bright orange donate button. Okay, I want to talk about what I, what the Lord had put on my heart, all right? 
It is the new year. We're just a few days in to the new year. So we're still within the first week. Maybe you're watching this and we're, you're, we're in the second week. It doesn't matter. I want to encourage you as, as, the, as the new year has just come about, I want to encourage you to get into the word hmm. more this year. Get into the word. Get into the word of God. Yeah. And let me tell you right now that if you haven't been reading it, I just want, I'm a numbers guy. I just want to encourage you by this. Did you know <clears throat> that if you only read three chapters a day, just starting somewhere, three chapters, it doesn't take hardly any time at all to read just three chapters in the Bible. But if you read just three chapters a day in less than three months, you'll have read the entire New Testament. Wow. The entire New Testament. I didn't know in that. Less than, in less than three months, you'll have read the entire New Testament. Do it. Just start and and you know if you what if you read it you know six chapters a day and in a month and a half in you're already done with the the New Testament and start it again. Here's another one for you. If you read three point two five chapters, so three and a quarter hmm. chapters every day, you'll read the entire Bible in a year. Get into the Word. Hmm. Really seek after His voice. Know His voice. You're going to need to know His voice for the things that are coming upon the world. Here's another interesting statistic. If you are just an average reader, not, you know, some way, you know, the average, the most people are in a certain category. If you're within that category, you can read the entire Bible in just over 50 hours. Now, if I read that one, I thought that mm. is incredible. That's like, a, that's like if you took a week off of work and you devoted all your work hours just to reading scripture, you'd get, you'd get it done. Or two hours a day, you'd read the entire Bible, two hours solid. Two hours a day, you'd read the entire Bible in one month. Wow. And if you're a really slow reader, they call it <clears throat> they call it pulpit rate, literally out loud pulpit rate. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. At that type of speed, mm. it's just over 70 hours. Wow. So a little over an hour each day, you can read the entire Bible, a little over two months. And I'm just saying this, I just want you to get into the Word. I want you to fall in love with Jesus. Let me tell you right now that reading the Word of God is an act of worship. And yeah. whenever you worship, you naturally become more like. And it is so important for us to be like Jesus, to know His voice. Deception is everywhere. Mm. I feel like whatever I'm on Facebook and stuff like that, on both sides, there is just deception. Deception from CNN, deception from Fox News, deception from Hollywood, deception on at, at our school campuses from pre-K to 12 to college campuses. There is deception everywhere. Mm. And it is so key to know Jesus's voice in these times. Because here's the thing, Andrew, mm. is deception going to decline? No. No. I mean, if we're in the end times, whenever a horrific thing happens, that's what you hear people say, well, the Lord is coming back soon. Mm -hmm. The deception, the wickedness, the immorality in the world, whatever you think it is in 2019, I don't think you're going to recognize it even in 2030. Every year the world is going to become more wicked and yeah. more deceptive. Yeah. And you know, <clears throat> Scripture says that that Jesus is the Word. He came as the Word in flesh. And in Romans 8, 29, it says that we're predestined to be conformed to the image of God's Son, which is Jesus. So if Jesus is the Word, we're predestined to be conformed to His image. 
So how can we become the Word unless we first know the Word? You know, it's really important. It's really important, guys, in your walk to just to know God and to become like Him, that you know His Word. Amen. So get into your Word. Get into your Word this year. Make a commitment to the Lord. No matter how busy you get, you can at least do three chapters a day. Just that constant, to just to make it a consistent thing. You see, the majority of the world we see from the movies watched, music listened to, the schools we were taught by, the movements we join, the books the world reads, the social media platforms we all belong to, they're all rooted in deception. And like you're, you know, it's like, it's like oh yeah, it's like they're all rooted in deception. No, but really, really try to grasp that, grasp that in your mind. They are all rooted in deception. Everything that you believe as a truth, if that truth isn't found in the personhood of Jesus, if it isn't, if it isn't found in Jesus, if you can't find it in the word of God and you believe it as a truth, you have reason enough right there to question it. You do. You have, you have reason enough to question it. If you <clears throat> believe something wholeheartedly that you can't find in the personhood of Jesus, you actually you do have a reason to question that. You see, we are taught deception mm -hmm. from nearly conception. But there is one who isn't just a truth, but he is the truth who will lead us into all truth. And that's Jesus. Yeah. This word contains the words of eternal life. Jesus warns of end-time deception. When the disciples asked him about the end of the age, the very first thing that Jesus said to them, Matthew 24, he approaches mm -hmm. them. And the disciples are saying, tell us, Jesus, what will the end of the world be like? What will the end of the age be like? What was the very first thing that Jesus mentioned. He warned them to not be deceived. Exactly. He yeah. warned them not to be deceived. It says in Matthew 24, 3 through 5, As Jesus was seated on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, when will all this happen? And what will be the sign of your coming in the end of the age? Jesus answered, the first thing, watch out that no one deceives you. The very first thing. So therefore, we're led to believe that if Jesus is talking about the end of times and he goes on this, this huge Matthew 24 discourse of earthquakes and famines and pestilences and they're going to come after you for my name's sake, these horrific things. But the very first thing mm. he mentioned was this, watch out that no <clears throat> one deceives you. Yeah. You see, you're going to mention first the thing that you want to get into people's heads initially. Right. So it's saying in, in the end times, whenever these things are happening, deception is going to be everywhere and watch out. Be careful, be on guard that no one deceives you. And then he says this, verse five, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. Yeah, so we know, I mean, we know that the wisdom of man is folly to God. The scripture says that. So we know that there's deception in the world, but there's coming a time on the church and it has even been since the, since the apostles that that there's deception that's creeping into the church and there are all these false doctrines and scripture warns us about this. You know, in 2 Peter 2, 1, it says, but there were also fa false prophets among the people just as there will be false teachers among you. It says they will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them. So what are, the, what are these false prophets? What is their message gonna be? 
<clears throat> well, in verse 17 through 18, it says, These people are springs without water, mist driven by a storm. Black as darkness is reserved for them. It's not talking well about them. No. It says, <laughs> For they mouth empty, boastful words, and by appealing to the lustful desires of the flesh, they entice people who are just escaping from those who live in error. So their gospel will not be a gospel of Christ. It will not be a gospel, deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. It will be a gospel of sensuality. Do whatever you want. I mean, we're seeing this rise up in the church now with, with this false grace, where it's just like, you can do whatever you want. God loves you, and it's all okay. You know, the church has, a lot of the church has become blessings-focused, where it's not about sacrificing yourself or giving yourself it's it's about what can god do for you but those ministers those false prophets that you're talking about they still stand behind the pulpit and say that jesus is god's son and i exactly. think that's, that's a part that is the deception you see they are a wolf in sheep's clothing because yes. if someone came up to you and said jesus isn't the son of god that's not a sheep or that's not a wolf in sheep's clothing. You would instantly be able to identify, that's a wolf. Don't even have to question it. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, call an apple an apple, an orange an orange. That is a wolf. If he just boldly says, Jesus Christ is not the son of God. You see, no, 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 no. They are wolves in sheep clothing. So they're, they're in the art exactly. of deception it's to more appear like, one way yeah, and inwardly. It's more like, you know, Jesus is the son of God. Do whatever you want, you know? And, and in verse 3, and this is going to touch on what we're about to talk about, you know, kind of a crazy news story from this year. In verse 3, it says, In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. I mean, these are false prophets who they, they, they don't care about the word of God, that they'll be bought for a price and they'll say anything that you want them to say for the right price. That's right. You see, in Matthew 24, verse 5, it says, For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. I don't believe this is saying that they're going to come and say that I am the Messiah. Like they're actually like coming saying that they are the Son of God. No, no, no. Jesus is talking in first person here. I believe what he's saying is that many are going to come claiming that I am the Messiah. So they're saying, he's saying many people are going to come claiming that I am the Messiah, that, that Jesus is Jesus, that he is the Son of God. They're going to come saying that Jesus is who he said he was and then deceive many. Here's one of the new sections of today. Do we have 10 minutes left? Okay. Here's one of the new sections for today. We're going to have to rush through some of this. And, uh, and uh, you know, we're going to be, we're, we are going to be making more YouTube videos this year just on, on more events. So you're going to want to make sure you tune into that. If we can't cover something completely, you're going to need to check out our YouTube channel to see what else we had to say about it. Did you know that there, there first of all, there is a rapid acceleration. We can't, we can't deny that there is a rapid acceleration of America being demoralized. And people would like for you to think that this rapid acceleration with the movements, the, the protests, the, the LGBTQ agenda, they would like you to believe that all of these things started on a grassroots level, okay? It's just the people being upset and then rising up and it becoming a movement. Now, this is not a result. What we're seeing, the demoralization of America is not a result of a grassroots effort. It is, it is, it is in fact, a result of social engineering, okay? Understand what I just said. This isn't a grassroots effort. This is social engineering. People are orchestrating this. 
millions and millions, if not billions, of dollars are going to dividing a culture, to dividing societies, not just in America, but all over the world, to literally divide and to conquer. And one of the faces behind a lot of this, I think there's tons of faces that we don't even know, but one of the faces that we do know that's behind this wickedness is George Soros. Did you know that George Soros spends hundreds of thousands of dollars renting evangelicals, pastors in America? You see, I watched a fantastic video from the American Association of Evangelicals. They were exposing a wicked truth that George Soros' society, the Open Society Foundation, whose goal is, like I said, to divide, to divide and conquer by creating mass confusion in a society, mm. is spending those, that mass amount of money renting evangelicals to confuse and to divide Christians. Wow. It's a very well put together. We're going to show you a three-minute video. There's actually a more full 15 minute video that you can find on American Association of Evangelicals YouTube page. But we're just going to show you right now a quick three-minute video illustrating what's taking place right now. To give the impression of the moral high ground, the Soros Network funds what they call evangelical and Catholic mascots to serve as surprising validators for their anti-Christian projects and candidates. Imagine the evil of using a Christian front to de-Christianize the culture and nation. In this video clip from the New America Foundation, an executive admits their rent an evangelical model of social change doing a, a sort of rent an evangelical, as we used to call it on the National Security side, um, rent a general um, model. The network funds religious groups, including Jim Wallace's Sojourners, PICO, Faith in Public Life, Faithful America, Richard Sizek's New Evangelical Partnership, Telos, J Street, National Council of Churches, Evangelicals for Human Life, Catholics United, Catholics in Alliance for the Common Good, Catholics for Choice, and through the network's National Immigration Forum, they fund religious groups advancing open borders, amnesty, and voter registration for their new America. Are these groups transparent about the Soros network funding? Not typically. In a 2010 interview, Reverend Jim Wallace, a longtime leader of this movement, was asked if his sojourners was funded by Soros. Here is Reverend Wallace's response in his own voice. No, we don't receive money from Soros. No, I mean, <laughs> the financial crisis of non-profits are in, including us. Uh, yeah, uh, why, why is it he should call Soros and ask him to send us some money? Uh, no, we don't receive money from, from George Soros. Our books are totally open, always have been. Our money, our money comes from from Christians who support us and who read Sojourners. Uh, that's that's where it comes from. Soon, grants from Soros to Wallace disappeared from the Open Society website. But when journalists found the money trail, Wallace was forced to admit the truth. Rather than advancing the whole counsel of scripture as the highest love for people and culture, these useful ministers assist non-Christian policies, projects, and politicians with faith works, optics, organizing, and media. 
to confuse Christian and other value voters, to recruit the church into their radical political agenda, and to help the left's politicians get elected. So if you like that video, there is a 15-minute version that we posted uh, on even our Facebook page from the American Association of Evangelicals YouTube page. So we took that video and we posted it on our Facebook page. Just simply go to Zach Drew Show uh, on Facebook and the video will be there. So, I mean, people are talking about this. I mean, Chris Manu's talking about this. The American Evangelical, uh, 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 the AAE, released an explosive three-minute video, Soros-Rented Evangelicals, exploring the Soros Network's funding of evangelical mascots and rent an evangelical tactic to confuse and divide Christians. Even the Washington Times commented on it. Here, a new video from American Association of Evangelicals reveals how George Soros, through his many funding ventures, has been busily infiltrating the Christian base. Hmm. In America to divide and ultimately conquer the religious-minded within the Republican Party. Truly, with the left, political wars know no bounds. Nothing's sacred. Not when it comes to the leftist drive to succeed. Can you believe this? This is insane. I mean, this is, this is insane. He's literally planting people in the church just to share his message. Kelly Monroe Kohlberg, a spokesperson for the AAE, said, anti-American globalists, she just calls it like it is, anti-American globalists like Soros are funding a growth industry of paid anarchists and political activists to divide and weaken America, including the church. The church is being infiltrated. This is real, people. This is really happening. Soros is using Christians for his own destructive ends. It's confusion. Yeah. That's why, once again, it's so incredibly important. Hopefully it's not one of your, one of your pastors. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, the order of deception is not knowing if you're deceived or not. That is why you have to be so close to the word of God. Oh, my goodness. There was a, a I, I missed it on what my page one. I, I, Oh, my goodness. Here, look, I, I wanted to say this. Listen, it is so important to know the word, to know the voice of the Lord, to be able to be guided by his spirit, to know when God is in something and when he is not in something. And we know that by being in his word, being close to Jesus, when to move, when to stay. For many Christians around the world, in the Middle East and China, these are literally the, the decisions that can literally ultimately mean life or death. This is what we're in. And that's why it's so important to get into your word to know Jesus' voice. Because the confusion and the deception is not going to decrease. So it's going to become more and more important mm. to know the voice of the Lord. Confusion is everywhere. This week, an article here uh, it says, New York City parents can now give their newborn gender X. Can you believe that? So now they no longer have to mark male or female. They can confuse their child mm. from birth by not giving them what they are based on their own parts. They can literally choose some completely altered form of 
X. Yeah, that's insane. And this is, I mean, this is straight up from Satan. Uh, it says that God is not the author of confusion. The, impl- the implication there is that if there's confusion and it's not from God, you know, then it has to be from Satan. And this has been something that spiritually uh, has been being pushed uh, for the last maybe 20 years that, you know, uh, I even learned it when I was coming up in in, um, in middle school that, like, <clears throat> gender and sex, it, it's really just this construct of of society. I mean, it's what... It's fluid. It's actually really always moving. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> for for us to just throw away what the basic foundational facts that we know about biology and human nature, for us to just throw them away, that... I, that has to, to, to me, that has to be from Satan. That has to be from something other than, it is, it is supernatural confusion. It, they're saying essentially that these babies are coming out of the womb already broken, that God had already broke them, that they're not what God had knit them to be in their mother's womb, that, that they're coming out of the womb in a way that they're not supposed to. They're, they're broken, they're, they're messed up, they're screwed up. And their parents are being all wise and saying, no, 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 you're X and you can decide later what you are. Just always remain an X. You see, here are some valid points people are making online. These babies will grow up thinking that they are broke, like I said, that they need fixed. And in 10 to 20 years, we'll have a whole new batch of innocent children with identity issues. My parents didn't even know what I was. Was there something wrong with me and no one knew if I was male or female? You see, people are assuming that the child is or, or will be confused about their gender one day. The parents are already assuming that they will be confused about their, their gender. That is a heavy load to place on a baby. Yeah. Our nation severely needs help. Here's a, a thought from a pediatric nurse. As a pediatric adolescent medicine nurse, I feel absolutely nauseated thinking how hard this is going to be on healthcare workers. Believe it or not, knowing the biological sex is critical for correct, competent, and complete patient care. How on earth am I supposed to explain menstrual problems, puberty, uh, contraception, or any other sex-related topics when my gender X patient asks me if they don't agree with their natural-born sex? How am I supposed to support my physician mm-hmm. I support my physician and provide the best nursing care I can when a critical aspect of health education is so skewed. I can see the piles of documentation now. What we're witnessing is a judgment of God. In Deuteronomy 28, 28, whenever you're reading that last half of Deuteronomy 28, it tells you what the nation will look like that forsakes the commandments of the Lord that once knew him. And one of those things says this, the Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness, and confusion of mind. What we're seeing is madness. What we're seeing is absolute confusion. That is what is taking place right now. Mm. Any final thoughts? You know, (sighs) Satan is always going after identity. You know, from the beginning, we were made in the image of God, and then the fall, the corruption of man, made us so unrecognizable from that uh, that original image that when Jesus came, he had to be marred beyond recognition so that he could become like us. And in becoming like us, we can become like him. Amen. And, you know, it's so important for us to know the word so that we can know our identity, to bring our kids up in their, our, in their identity. Amen. <clears throat> we just have to know the word. Amen. Thank you, Andrew. That's going to do it for today's show. We are out of time. Please consider partnering with us in a monthly reoccurring way. We would absolutely love it, and we need your help right now. We'll see you next week.